and this is Does Logistics Matter? A podcast on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics. Answering yes again to the question today is Peter van den Broeke, Managing Director Netherlands, Belgium and Germany at Manhattan Associates. On this episode, we talk about how consumer behavior has changed, how that impacts the customer journey and how technology helps retailers deliver on their promise. Please enjoy my conversation with Peter van den Broek. Hi, Peter. Uh, welcome back to the show. Hi, Martijn. Nice to meet you again. Yes, it's, uh, it's really uh, great to have you back. Uh, I remember the last time you were here, we, uh, we had a very, very interesting discussion uh, about uh, all the innovations that are happening in, uh, in warehousing. And uh, uh, for all our listeners interested in uh, in warehousing, uh, um, they should absolutely listen to that episode. Um, uh, the, the regular listeners to, uh, to the show know that I always start with the same question, and, and that's the question, does logistics matter? But you already answered that question, and I'm, I'm guessing that the answer is still yes. So what do you think, Martijn? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> More, yeah, more maybe than ever before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I thought so. This time, even more than last time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's there's been so much going on, and um, uh, times have been uh, crazy. Um, we've been working from home a lot, and uh, and it's good to see that that's changing. Uh, people will be going back to the office. Um, this has all had an impact on on time management and the availability of time, with uh, the the lines between work life and home life uh, blurring. Um, th- th- this has a huge impact on on the on the on, on the customer journey. Uh, yeah, um, Martin, you're absolutely right. And obviously, uh, by sitting home <laughs> and 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 shops being closed uh, for some time. Uh, or not feeling safe to go shopping. Uh, yeah. Many uh, consumers have been starting to really increase their, their, their shopping online. Yeah. And in that situation, um, and, and because there is really a lack of time for everybody, uh, like you're explaining, uh, convenience has been really, really top of mind for the consumer. And uh, convenience in terms of how, how do I spend my time the most productive, the most effective. And there was no tolerance for 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 imp- for waiting for others. Uh, so consumers uh, wanted to be really in self-control of their time, and um, and and actually do as much self-service as possible. And and I think you can you can actually see in every step of the customer journey. Um, you know we can we can discuss uh, examples. You know, you know why the consumer wants, you know, want, wants to have self-service when buying something online. So easiness of buying something is 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 is, is relevant. Easiness to get stuff delivered uh, is 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 very relevant. But also easiness to return uh, products that you have bought or exchange or get a service uh, from a customer service representative. That also needs to become very easy so that people are not wasting their time because they don't have enough time anymore to do those things in an imperfect uh, way. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's what you're saying is that it's, uh, it's it's getting to become more than just going to a website, buying something, hitting uh, pay, and then, you know, it will be delivered. It's uh, the, the whole process has become much more complicated than that. Yes, yes. Let's let's start with the just the buying. Yeah, online yeah. buying has always been a self-service activity for the consumer. Yeah. So nothing has changed there. 
but the consumer is not really accepting anymore that, that he or she buys something and doesn't know when it will arrive uh, at, at home. For instance, at home, this was the traditional option. So <laughs> yeah. uh, informing the consumer in the, in, the, in the buying process on the website, in the customer journey over there, uh, on availability of products, uh, availability of uh, delivery options, when can it be delivered, and, and so on, is really uh, extremely important uh, for, for the consumer today. So no surprises, because surprises afterwards will again eat time, because surprises needs to be corrected, yeah. and the consumer doesn't want to spend time on correcting uh, mistakes yeah, that could be avoided. So that's on the, on the, on the buying side. Yeah. But where I think the, 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 the critical focus today will be, and, and this is not because we have lack of time, but also because, you know, there are players like an Amazon uh, chasing the whole world is, um, is, is the easiness to get stuff delivered to you, to yeah. you as a consumer. And uh, so delivery options are becoming really critically important. And uh, as a retailer to, to be able to, do, to offer that, but for a consumer to have that choice, yeah. And this could have been the easiest op option the last 18 months was home because probably there was always someone at home in the last yeah. 18 months. <laughs> I think so. I, uh, I, I didn't see a lot of these uh, cards saying, we missed you. <laughs> <laughs> but th this is obviously changing now again. Yeah, yeah definitely. Though, and, and I guess our family members are pushing us out of the home, going back to the office. <laughs> but uh, so we, we will have to, uh, you know, we will not always be at home anymore. So delivery option uh, choice for when the stuff has to be delivered is going to be important on what which day in the weekend in the weekday which time slots on a day are we then willing to pay for that or not is is another question yeah um, but maybe at the pickup point maybe at my store in the in the in, in the neighborhood so that when i come in driving home from work i can pick it up at that store Maybe it's at the supermarket pickle point. When I go home, I, I go and do my supermarket buys, my grocery buying, and then I can pick up the, the products at that same pickup location. Yeah. And But also the other way around is, is going to be important because we now have the luxury experience of home delivery at any moment in the week, in, in, the, in the month during Corona. So when I go shopping and I have experienced hey, this is a great product, I touched it, I smelled it, I felt it, um, I, I want to get it at home, but I don't want to carry it with me because I don't have a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or I don't want to carry it because it's too heavy, or maybe the retailer hasn't got it in stock really what I exactly want. So then the option should be there, the delivery option for the retailer to get it delivered to the location where you want it to be delivered, on yeah. the day you want it to be delivered, on in the time slot you want it to be delivered. Yeah, so... And you could have combinations as well. If if you want to go out and shop again, which probably all want to do, we just want to yeah. leave the house. We want to go into a store. Um, I and, and maybe I, I I ask to get it delivered at the store for pickup over there, but then I'm 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 picking it up and I see something else which is really uh, really attractive. And I have a bit of money saved because I couldn't spend it in the last 18 months. Maybe <laughs> I want to buy it in the store and bring yeah. it home in my bag. And this should be just one seamless experience as a consumer. 
no other uh, basket, so to say, so to say that I have to kind of uh, pay for. It's part of one transaction. I bought something online. I actually add something to my to my uh, pickup in the store. This is one transaction and and, and one payment that I have to uh, to go through. Yeah. So these are the the easy to easy to deliver kind of options that are now becoming extremely important for for consumers and then obviously there will be a response uh, by the by the retailer to be able to offer that and then the last point i said on on on, on the consumer uh, journey is that when we got something in our hands because we bought it and it's got delivered that's not where the journey ends often no no <laughs> sometimes yeah. we ha we want to return it um uh, for whatever reason, sometimes we want to exchange it. And, and there, uh, I, I, I predict that uh, the biggest frustration of consumers will start in that area. So we are buying more online. We are even buying more online uh, today than ever before. It will not go back. Yeah. So we will now all go into the experience of returning stuff. Yeah. And, and, and that also needs to be flexible. It needs to be, it's easy to return because there was always a label in a package that you got delivered at home. No, but even true. if I got buy something in a store and I took it with me in a, in a, in a bag to home, I also want to have an easy return. Maybe this store was two hours away from my home. I don't want to yep. drive back. I want to send it back. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and I want to report that I'm going to send it back self-service i don't want to call a customer service rep and wait for half an hour before someone is, uh, is is talking to me i don't want to go through a chat box explaining that i bought something in amsterdam but i don't want to drive back to amsterdam but that i want to just send it back to 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 to, to you yeah and then that chat probably is not going to uh, understand that so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh, I, sorry. Yeah, you, you make yeah. me laugh. Oh, chatbots, don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, so yeah, self-service is, 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 is absolutely critical today. Uh, empower the consumer and, um, and, and, and act up, upon that. And, um, and, and the more easy you make it for the consumer to buy, get stuff delivered and returned, the more you will sell to that consumer, I can tell you. Yeah, you have to give them uh, options, right? I mean, it's all about uh, options, this convenience. Uh, it, I, one of my uh, 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 yeah, annoyances when I have to return something is when I, for example, have to deliver it to a certain uh, place where there's always a long line. So I'd like to be able to choose so that I can uh, choose the option which uh, enables me to just drop it off at a parcel point because there's n there's there's never a line and it's in a convenient place absolutely so, you don't uh, want to be locked in in a single option but the more options you uh, you you need to give i guess the more complex uh, it uh, it gets but but yeah. not impossible but we'll we'll come to yeah. that <laughs> we'll yeah. come to yeah. that later yeah yeah i think uh, the customer journey expressing that because we are consumers ourselves right Yes. So it's relatively easy to say, I want this and I want that and I want this option. But the retailer is 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 being challenged, right? Yeah. 
you you made you just make me think about the Queen song. I want it all. I want it all, and I want it now. So that that that, that used to be. I think that used to be the the standard uh, song for 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 the online consumer. And I think that consumers are getting a little bit more sensible uh, in in what they want, uh, uh, and and in terms of that's why they want more options because they they not everybody wants it tomorrow. Absolutely, they want to be able thing. not now, but I, yeah. I want it. Maybe they want it all. I want it all, but I want it Thursday at eight fifteen. It's a <laughs> terrible song, but it's uh, it's an excellent customer experience. Yeah, I won't try to sing because that's not one of my talents. <laughs> but but um, yeah, I I agree, and 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 consumers also are. are, are also becoming more demanding on the sustainability side of, of, yeah, of, for of, sure. of, of, of the value chain. And, and, and again, options again will be important from that perspective for, for the consumer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and this is, this is, this is also something that you need to consider as a, as a retailer. And this will be a gradual transition, but it needs to start with options again. Yeah. And some consumers will choose for the, the most eco-friendly uh, option. Yeah. So yeah. you mentioned uh, you mentioned the word I was going to uh, talk about already. That's that's retailer because uh, you're talking about this customer journey, uh, but all these options uh, and 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 these shifting demands at the consumer side, that that has a huge impact on the retailer side. Yes, it it has, and 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 obviously you know I am in the in 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 the technology business serving uh, retailers, and we see that every day. Yeah, that retailers are looking for uh, how they can get organized to actually meet those consumer expectations, um, and and not only meet the expectations but also meet it in a way that they actually still make a profit. Um, and, 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 <laughs> yeah. and, and my point is is that don't look at it as a retailer from a cost perspective only, um, but look at it also from an opportunity perspective, because. An omni-channel re- uh, consumer, so a consumer that you are serving uh, without any barriers, you're buying online, pick up in store, and 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 and, and actually enable the cost- customer journey like we discussed it uh, mm-hmm. in the last few minutes. That will be a more profitable consumer for you. The consumer will buy more, uh, will will be more impul- impulsive buy, so you will get more margin. So they will be more receptive to promotions that you're sharing with uh, with the consumer. So if you, as a retailer, embrace the this customer journey expectation, then you will actually sell more at higher margin. And I I can, I can tell you that. So, but what is then the challenge for the retailer, Martijn? Yeah. And 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 okay, you are um, you're you're a logistics guy. So I think you you will understand. Uh, what I'm going to say here, but let's say if we first look at the the, the, the consumer, because the consumer is has to be mm-hmm. central, yeah, yeah. So okay, we are we logistics is going to enable all of this, but the consumer will need to be still centric. So the retailer needs to establish uh, a single view on the consumer. In this omni-channel uh, context, but also will have, and I will have to serve the consumer, uh, regardless of the channel in which the consumer is setting expect asking for expectations having expectations buying expectations delivery expectations return expectations so the single view on the customer and serving the customer the consumer uh regardless of the channel is 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 critically important yeah so that is that is the 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 key number one 
Now everything is about delivery. We said delivery options. Yeah. So and I also you know easiness of buying, uh, insight on availability, no surprises. So as a retailer, single view on inventory, regardless of where it is in your network, at a supplier, at a cons at 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 at, at the st in a store, in your DC. Um, at a, maybe with a partner, if you use marketplace partners, maybe there is also inventory yeah. in, in their locations. You need to really have a, a, a total view on that and be able to translate that in what can I use of that inventory in my network to meet the expectation of this consumer that really is looking at this option and that option. Yeah. Yeah. So, so managing this virtual pool of inventory across your distributed across your network to meet the expectation of the consumer is going to be important. Expectation will be on speed, on service. Uh, but also, if you can do that, uh, looking at your network inventory, manage it uh, as a single pool of inventory, you will also be able to optimize your margin better because you will yeah. look for the most optimal transportation uh, uh, option. You will look for maybe from a commercial perspective that some product you would like to get out of your store because you want to free up space to put the merchandise for the new season into the store, but you don't want to mark down your product too quickly because that is giving away margin. So yep. if I can now source from my store the online demand and, and actually use that inventory you oh, want to yeah. get rid out of your store anyway, but You're still have the shelves. margin, yep. you are optimizing your margin. Yeah. So again, from the physical aspect of delivery in an omni-channel environment, you can make it a commercial advantage uh, to yourself as a retailer. Yeah. 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 And then I think the, the third, and this is common, and I think it's, it's, it's probably, you say, I want it all, I want it now. Maybe the catch-all is you need to act at the speed as a retailer of the consumer expectation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this has a tremendous impact also now on the physical, physical delivery of product, starting yeah. with the warehouse. Yeah. The warehouse is, is a physical process. Uh, it, 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 you have to go through multiple steps, you know, as we know, inbound, you know, putting it away, uh, replenishing it, picking it, packing it, shipping it. Um, the, the demand profiles are changing from week to week, from day to day. So maybe yep. you have floating bottlenecks in your warehouse. One day mm -hmm. it's your packing zone. The other day it's your receiving area. So your 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 underlying system helping you to to manage your warehouse needs to be intelligent enough to identify those bottlenecks and manage the flow of goods through your warehouse uh, in a way that bottlenecks are not stopping you to meet the expectation of the consumer in terms of speed. The yeah. cutoff time will always be there. Yeah, two hours from order acceptance. So you have to get it out. And yep. nobody will listen to you when you say, hey, I have a bottleneck in my packing uh, zone. Yeah. So you need to have intelligent systems that can identify floating bottlenecks and do something about that in an intelligent mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so artificial intelligence comes into, into play. Uh, machine learning uh, is, is important here so that uh, you can learn from the past and you apply those learnings in your day-to-day -day mm -hmm. execution. Execution, yep. which is not just executing because you're very dumbly 
doing every day the same thing. No, you are every second at every moment of the truth. The moment of the truth is when the customer wants to get a product. At the moment of the truth, you want to think about how can I run my business in the most profitable way? Yeah. And this goes to, to, to real-time execution level of detail. And then another aspect, which is very important, the last mile, the transportation of the goods from your DC, your store, whatever mm -hmm. location, maybe your supplier to the point of delivery, whatever the yeah. point of delivery may be, is transportation. And there, I think the key is that leverage your local heroes as much as possible. Yeah. And uh, so integration, connectivity with your local heroes from a carrier delivery perspective is, is, is going to be critically important. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, speed of consumer expectation. There's also obviously a volume of ex a volume of consumer demand there that is growing, growing, growing um, because, you know, the units uh, in, in an order are becoming singles or very few line items. Yeah. Um, so I also believe that mechanization, mechanize everything, automate everything that you can automate. Yeah. Um, so um, don't 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 hesitate there. Um, it's it's been in the news just recently. I think that uh, just this is off the top of my head, but um, I think it was UPS that was mentioned and Amazon, and and we're talking they were they were looking to hire one hundred and twenty five thousand seasonal workers. Just I I just can't even. I just that I did no. That no. is such a big number. No, no. I think in the market today, and, and, and Corona has also created some challenges with uh, non-availability of labor that yeah. was coming from other countries that had to stay at home, but that was like yeah. a few yeah. hundred kilometers away from the Netherlands or Belgium. Um, yeah. they, 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 they simply have no access to labor right now. Yeah. So, so you need to become less dependent on labor. At the mm -hmm. same time, we should not ignore that labor could also bring flexibility, can bring... Yeah, uh, you know, uh, creativity and allow you to experiment uh, before you, 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 you really, you know, uh, automate something you want to experiment. Uh, and, and that's what you do with people, right? So, so people is, is still going to be important. But that combination of speed, volume, um, uh, bottlenecks, cutoff times, customer expectations, mechanization, you need to have the right technology today to be able to handle all of that in a in a, yeah. in a in a in a in a in a orchestrated way yeah in a in an effective way as well yeah talking about technology on the retailer side uh, i i see it when i go to uh, certain stores that uh, you know you just pick your things and then you go to the to the self service cash register and uh, the cash register just sees what's in your basket and you only have to hit pay and you can leave um so so i'm guessing that that's uh, you know that's the rfid technology um that must have have more uses yeah, absolutely, uh, Martijn. Uh, actually, you're making a very good point. Uh, RFID indeed has been picked up very nicely uh, for store applications. But uh, what I'm also starting to see more and more uh, with our customers is RFID being picked up as a technology enabler in the warehouse. Um, mm -hmm. And a very nice example is to try to become an as touchless warehouse as possible. Um, yeah. For instance, on the receiving end, where you are receiving boxes as a retailer. Um, they go through an RFID uh, tunnel and then the, the system actually knows, you know, what, what's in the box, how much is in the box, 
compares that to the purchase order um, or the uh, advanced shipping notice that um, contains all the details. And then if that matches, then the box strictly goes into the warehouse and uh, can be further processed. And actually also that product is then becoming available for your commerce system so that you can sell it within the minute of receiving. You can start selling it because you already know that you have it in the warehouse. Um, so, but on the, at the same site, what I also see is that, um, you know, in knowing what's in your basket when you're doing the checkout in, in a store, what I also see is that for certain um, uh, type of products, and let's say typically uh, custom-made products, uh, and this could mm -hmm. be in fashion, um, but also non-fashion, that if you put in a, a unique RFID identifier onto that product, and it stays with the product, um, you know, from the very, you know, in, in the delivery cycle, when you are as a retailer still preparing the shipment, the delivery and yeah. delivering it. But also uh, once the consumer actually is using it, maybe go back to the store or to you as a retailer and wants to get a service that the retailer immediately knows based on that RFID tag. Oh, this is this customer. This is this product. This was purchased then um etc etc and that then yeah. again the easiness of serving the customer after the sale is um is 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 warranted yeah and 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 you know you don't want to have you as a consumer you don't want to be looked at by a store representative like you're coming from mars because you are returning <laughs> yeah. something no you want to be known and i'm i'm peter and i've bought this before you don't want to explain all of that you know they should know that when they they they, they see you Oh wow, Peter, that's an uh, that's a really great example. Um, so I, you know, as I started the podcast uh, talking about change and 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 a lot has changed. And uh, uh, thank you for for talking about how uh, things change at the in the consumer journey, but also on the on the retailer side. Uh, you, you talked about convenience. Uh, you talked about the importance of uh, delivery and um, uh, the single view of the of the customer for the retailer and the single view of the inventory. Um, so you ended with technology. And uh, for me, that's one of the most exciting subjects uh, in supply chain and logistics. Do, do you have any technology advice for for our listeners? Absolutely, Martijn, absolutely. Um my advice is that retailers have to, first of all, put the consumer centric. And my second uh, advice is that they have to embrace technology such that logistics can continue to be the key enabler to meet the consumer expectation for today and tomorrow. Excellent advice, Peter. Uh, thank you very much for being on the show again. Um, you've blown my mind a few times. Um, thank you for sharing your knowledge. You're more than welcome, Martijn. Looking forward to our next session. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to Does Logistics Matter? For more on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics, visit our blog on logisticsmatter.com. This podcast was recorded and produced by Dimitri Vleugel. The music is based on a sample by Ragaman and produced by Michael Spengler. This episode was sponsored by Manhattan Associates. Manhattan Associates is a technology leader in supply chain and omnichannel commerce. They unite information across the enterprise, converging front-end sales with back-end supply chain execution. Their software, platform, technology and unmatched experience help drive both top-line growth and bottom-line profitability for their customers. 
For more information, visit www.manh.com. That's M-A-N-H.com.